Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our weekly team calls. Of course, my name is Sydney Haynes, and we just hang out every Tuesday with each other to kind of learn more about how to grow our businesses and also just really tangible ways um, to help us do that instead of just like talking about like, oh, I wish this would happen. We're actually doing things to make those um, goals happen. So actually this month has just been full of managing your time and IPAs and all of those things. And it's just been so fruitful. I think, I think, um, my team really benefited from all of this last month. And I feel like it's really, um, helping us see ways that we can actually get stuff done instead of just wishing things would happen. And, um, I just think that's really fruitful for everybody. So we're going to continue this week with talking about productivity outlines and tracking goals. And I know that sounds kind of like, wah, wah, like I think of productivity outline and I'm like, ah, eh, that's kind of boring, but it's really cool because it gives you some structure to what you can do if you're kind of unorganized or lose track of time, or I mean, not very good at organizing your plans, whatever it may be. It kind of gives you an idea of some options that you have to be either getting stuff done and just doing that occasionally or being really, really focused on getting at least one thing done every single day. Um, whatever you choose for your schedule is what's best for you. I mean, it's your business. You literally own it yourself. But I do want to give you as much help and as many guidelines as I can to feed into your creativity and your professional pr- preferences. So let's go ahead and jump in. Um why is it important to have an outline as far as for productivity? Well, there's a lot of reasons, but we'll just start with talking about strategy. Strategy is really important because according to the season or maybe the holiday or different events, we can create opportunities based on those things to plan and promote products. So a few examples of this would be just sharing back to school products in July. Maybe you want to hone in on um, peace and calming because kids have a hard time focusing. Or maybe you want to promote thieves because all the other kids are gross. And so sickness is probably up because the likelihood of your child getting sick because other kids are sick is pretty high. Maybe you want to promote immune system support in the winter months. And that could be through like thieves cough drops or thieves cleaner or just the thieves oil or whatever you want to do. You could promote um, different workout support products in January for resolutions or um, the energy oil because everybody needs energy or Panaway because it supports um, muscle soreness, stuff like that. Or maybe in February, you want to promote romance products because it's like the month of love or whatever. Like honing in on all of these things is what you can kind of do to create an outline per per like month. Okay, so you don't have to make a theme for the month, but it's just really helpful because it kind of gives you a feel of what you should be posting about, what you should be having classes about. And it really just gives you a better idea of what you should be doing rather than just giving you this giant template of like, oh, I could literally do anything this month. What the heck should I do? There's literally over 600 products that I could be advertising. Does that make sense? So I think that the outline just really helps you narrow it down. Um, In addition to strategy, it also helps you focus, right? So having an outline gives you something specific to work towards. 
So maybe that means that some of your goals are focused on whatever that theme is or whatever you want your paycheck to be that month or whatever it is. So um, it just helps you be, number three would be productivity, by the way. It just helps you be more productive, right? So it can be easy for literally a day or a week or even a month to slip by and for us to lose inspiration because we're like, well, I just had so much going on that just slipped by me. And we all know that when we miss one thing, when we feel unaccomplished in one area, it's like your diet, right? You have one cheat day that wasn't planned and you just fall off the wagon. Listen to me, guys. You don't have to do that. When you have a plan for where you're going, it helps you be confident to jump back in if you get distracted. It really does. It helps you so, so much. So definitely think about these things because I saw this quote the other day. It says, if you don't know where you're going, you might end up somewhere else. That's so true. (laughs) How often has that happened to me in my life? So creating some aspect of a plan, even if it's not something you follow step by step, it can still give you sort of outline for what you want to get done in your business and also how you can be effective in reaching your goals. So let's talk about what this six month plan would look like. So we're just going to say six months because a whole year feels kind of annoying. So (laughs) six months. So what would it look like for you to lay out a six month plan? I'm talking like you have Let's imagine a calendar because I'm kind of a visual person. And if not, you can just listen. But let's have months one through six. Um, Is that January through June? I'm really not great with months. And each month has a theme, right? So maybe month one, you're going to try to focus on um, new year, new you. You don't have to call it that, okay? I feel like that's so basic. But you're just going to talk about maybe self-improvement. That's the month one. Um, February, maybe you want to do passion. You don't have to do love. I mean, if you don't want to, it can be about passion too. Um, month three might be about spring cleaning because in March people start to clean, or maybe that's your April. Um, maybe April's about, um, rain, like it's kind of dreary out. So maybe you want some emotional support oils. And then in May it's more spring. So, Um, that's when all the bugs are coming out in my opinion. So maybe you want to advertise some like sunscreen and, um, insect repellent and some citronella. I don't know. I'm just kind of trying to think of ideas. So you want each month to have a theme so that you kind of have an idea for what people are going to be interested in this month. It's all about the market, right guys? So if you're advertising for, winter wellness in March, you're going to look pretty weird, right? I mean, come on. But if you're advertising for winter wellness in November, December, January, depending on where you live, February, March, (laughs) then you're going to get a lot more people who relate to that, you know? And so you want to be relatable. You want people to say, oh my gosh, that's totally me too. Whatever Sydney's saying, totally relate to that. And I can totally connect with her on that level. You want to be advertising products that people would want to purchase for that time in their life. So it's not just about your personal preferences. It's also about you advertising things that people would want, right? And your classes are no exception. So you kind of want your classes and maybe every month you do an essential oil 101 class. What would it look like for you to make that 101 class different every month in some way? Maybe it's just graphics. 
Maybe it's you include an extra slide or an extra DIY product that is part of your theme for that month. Maybe all of your classes are focused on that one theme. Maybe just one or two are, and then you have your consistent essential awards class or essential oil 101 class or basic class or whatever you do every single month. And you make that somehow geared toward the theme of that month. Or you just, like I said earlier, change the graphics to be um, kind of fitting to your theme, whatever it might be, you kind of want it to be cohesive, right? So if it's cohesive, people are going to feel like, like it's going to feel less overwhelming. I think one thing that we forget to remember is that most of the people that we're advertising to on our social media platforms, maybe even in public, most people don't know about the products. There are some that do, but we want to talk to people in a way that is the least confusing, right? We want it to be as straightforward, as simple, and as sweet as possible, right? And that's not to say that you have to like come out and say, hey guys, I just want to let you know my theme for March is spring cleaning. You just have to kind of tailor a lot of things that you're doing to that theme so that people are kind of getting your vibe. Like, oh, that makes sense because I'm cleaning right now. Oh, that makes sense because I'm trying to exercise right now. Oh, that makes sense because I wanted to get my boyfriend something for Valentine's Day. And I don't know, maybe I want to use some oils in the bedroom or whatever it is. Um, Stuff like that. Just think in a creative way about these themes. And if you don't have a theme yourself, maybe your team can have a theme. Maybe your team can have classes based on that theme, whatever it might be. Either way, just make it as cohesive as possible because then it's easy to remember, right? Then you're not looking through 600 products and I don't even know how many oils we have. What, 300, I would guess? 300-ish oils to pick from to post in those 30 days. Like, how are you ever going to get through all of them even in the whole year, you know? Um, So just plan it in a way that makes sense. And then you can also have the opportunity for weekly themes, right? Which is pretty cool. So maybe let's talk about this. If you want to have weekly themes, maybe week one would be you focusing on um, health in the home. And week two would be um, health, like personal health. And then week three would be professional health. And week four would be, I don't know, family health. I don't know. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. So All of these things can be cohesive in the way that it's making it easier for you to decide what to post, what classes to have, um, what you kind of what your theme for the month and your classes to be and your weekly themes to be. But again, it can be the same thing every single month as far as week one through four. It can be different every week. There's a lot of room for creativity because it's your business, but I just love the idea of this because, and it's not just because it's organized guys. And I know I'm like a planner geek, but it's not just the nerdy side of me that loves this. It's the side that wants to help people when they're like, I don't even know what to post about. Well, what's your theme? Like, (laughs) this is great. What's your theme for the week? What, what can you do in the area of that? Can you post something kind of funny about your gratitude oil and like, hold this oil because your theme for the month is emotional support because maybe it's because it's love month and you're single. I don't know. (laughs) And you're like holding up gratitude, the gratitude oil. And you're like, 
dang, I need some of this today as a joke, you know? Um, or maybe you're like pretty serious and you're like, yeah, I use Valor for emotional support because I have really severe anxiety and I need a lot of this um, to get through my day sometimes because if I'm having an off day, then that's what I need. Um, just think about it as far as what your intentions are for the post. I think a lot of times we don't put enough weight and intention. Like intention is everything. Whatever you're doing, whatever it's rooted in intention wise is what you portray, even through your posts, like whatever you say through your fingers while you're typing it, I'm serious (laughs) through your thumbs while you're texting it, people can feel your intention. So just remember that when it comes to these themes and things, because you want it to come off as yourself. You don't want your post to come off as Sydney, you know, you might think you do, but your brand is specific to you. And what I'm good at, you might not necessarily be good at, but what you're good at, I'm definitely not good at either, you know? So just think about that in the way that you are posting and you're creating these themes and things. And that's not to say don't reach out for help if you're feeling stuck, but I do want it to be your own. I want this to be your own goal. And I think that's really special to have that. And then I'm sure that I've mentioned this at some point in this, these calls in the past, but it's really important to have monthly goals, right? And we've talked about this a little bit, but this chart that I'm looking at right now that I know you can't see, and maybe if you look up like monthly business goals, propel worksheet, it might come up. I honestly don't know. Um, or I could just take a picture of it and send it to you. Let me know. But it just shows a list of categories that you can plan out for your six months, right? So we said we're doing six months worth of themes and that many weeks worth of themes. And then we're going to create six months worth of goals. So here are the categories, okay? Stay with me. If you want, just picture it in your head. All of the categories are running down the side and all of the months are listed across the top. So they're different each month, depending on what it is. And you would just set your intentions for the next six months, right? So the categories are team size, total members, um, members with PV. So that's members placing some sort of order, right? Quick order or central awards. OGV. So what do you want your OGV for that month to be? New members this month. That's total. That's not just your own enrollments. New members total. Percentage of super recruiters. Now, I don't know what that means, (laughs) to be honest with you. Maybe that's like people who recruit five or more is what I'm thinking because I'm just thinking help five is a big deal and not everyone gets it. So maybe it's people that recruit five or more people a month, whatever you want that to be. I don't know. Um, Next category is percent of team growth. And you would just take your growth um, in the previous month and divide it by your growth this month to see what your percentage of growth is um, by your members, by the way, or sales. I don't know, whatever you want that to be. Um, New rankers, how many people do you want to rank up? Average PV per ordering member. You would just take all of your orders and divide it by how many people are placing the order. Member percentage on ER. Enrollers, that's just people who enroll. Percent of enrollers, my enrollments, so that's your personal signups, my paycheck, 
How much do you want your paycheck to be? And my rank. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about this for a second. The my rank portion, I'm imagining that if you are at senior star right now and your OGV is 2000, honestly, it's possible for you to hit executive next month, but it might be easier for you to think my OGV right now is 2000. Next month, I want it to be 3000. And then the next month, I want it to be 4000. So then you would change your rank to executive. So maybe your senior star for two months and then you write executive in that rank box for month three. But this is all just dependent on your rate of growth, how many enrollments you're intending to get, how many people are enrolling on your team, like other people on your team are enrolling, um, how much you want your percentage of growth to be. Obviously, your OGV is reflected a lot in what your rank will be. Obviously, your paycheck is very contingent on your percentage of people on ER and also on your own enrollments. So when you're doing this, it doesn't have to be complicated. I'm just saying that make sure that it all reflects because it wouldn't make sure it wouldn't make sense for you to say, I want my OGV to be 2000, but my rank's going to be star. Your rank would be senior star. I want my paycheck to be $1,000, but I'm only going to enroll one person and I have no people on ER. That wouldn't make sense. So just think this through logically before you start building your monthly business goals. But I do think this is very, very cool to do at the very beginning of the month because it sets your intentions for the entire month and everything you do can be rooted with this in the back of your mind. And then last but not least, I just wanted to talk about some business tools that you can use to help yourself set these monthly business goals and also track them very easily. So there's this app called Oily Tools. I had it for a month because you can get it for free for a month and I loved it. And then I just stopped using it because I don't, I'm an idiot. And so <laughs> I'm going to have to get it back because it was so nice. You can literally see your estimated paycheck, which was so helpful. Like I literally knew what my paycheck was going to be throughout the entire month. I just watched it go up. It was so cool. And, um, it also has statistics on like everything, literally like your team size, the percentage of people on ER numbers of enrollments, um, updates on products that are going in and out of stock. And it gives you easy access to your downlines, contact information, and just a ton of stuff. So, um, if you think that would be beneficial to you, I assume you could just find it in your app store. Clearly I'm not getting paid to promote it because I don't even know how you can get it. Um, but that's just something you can get. Another app is called Oily Trends. Um, and that just helps you run reports so that you have visuals of your data so that you know where to focus your attention on your team. And that's really helpful, especially as your team grows, because maybe you're like, why do I feel like... Um, I'm not making as much money as I should be for the size of my team. Maybe your ER percentage is down. You can run those reports in there. Another app is called TaxBot, B-O-T, bot, like robot, TaxBot. Um, and that's just really nice because it has a GPS to track mileage. If you didn't know, you can track your mileage from wherever you're driving for like business meetups or maybe you're going to a conference or something. And if you track your mileage, they will... Like they won't reimburse you obviously, but it's tax deductible, um, on the wear and tear of your car in addition to like the gas and stuff. And speaking of gas, everybody loves to hear that. 
<laughs> I'm the worst. Speaking of gas, um, you can take pictures of your receipts and um, save them on that TaxBot app. And you can keep track of your expenses and see an up-to-date total of tax write-offs um, as long as you're tracking it in there. It's just really easy. By the way, um, I know that the Oily Tools app costs like $5, but I don't know how much any of these other ones cost. Probably should have looked that up beforehand. But here we are. Whatever. Just look them up yourself in your app store. And then the best planner to get is whatever one you will use. I feel like I could scream that at the top of my lungs. So if you work best on a Google Calendar, perfect. Do that. If you work best on a physical calendar, like me, like I love to write it down because then I remember it, um, do that. I also have heard of this app called Cozy, C-O-Z-Y, I'm assuming. <laughs> I haven't actually looked it up yet. And you can plan your entire day, week, month, and share it with other people so that maybe you want your spouse to see um, when you're planning on working or if you are like hoping, I mean, not hoping, but like planning on him taking care of the kids so you can work for a while. Um, and you talked about that in advance. Maybe you want that app to be the place where it gives him a little reminder of that stuff like that. And I know that one is free for sure. So definitely check out the cozy app. And then lastly, this one's totally free. Doesn't cost anything. If you're feeling overwhelmed by thinking about all the things that you have to do, okay? Because sister, that's me. Um, you should try a brain dump. And I know there's probably a nicer way to say that without making it sound like poop, but brain dumping is amazing. <laughs> Literally amazing. Um, starting a new business can really mean a lot of thoughts going in different directions. And on top of that, you have roles and responsibilities and that's just in the business. Like you have way more stuff going on outside of your business. So throw all your thoughts into a giant pile. I always do this on a giant piece of poster board because I have so much room to write it all. And I kind of like to categorize it in like the four corners, like maybe this is all the out, the responsibilities I have outside of the house that don't relate to my business. This is all the stuff I have to do that relates to my business. This is all the stuff I have to do in my relationship, all the stuff I have to do at home, whatever. And then reorganize them according to what's most important, both personally and professionally. Okay. And then after you do that, literally get it all out of your head. One time I did this and in 10 minutes, I filled an entire poster board which I was mostly just impressed with myself and my husband, who was my fiance at the time was like, do I want to marry this lady? She seems kind of crazy, but <laughs> no matter what, I was then able to decide what needed to be done today, what needed to be done this week, this month, and then just someday. Right? So I decided that my to-do list was not serving me well because it was just categorizing everything into someday, right? And by that, I mean, I wasn't putting a deadline on any of those things. I was just saying, oh, shoot, all of these need to be done. And I'm going to try to get them all done today. And guess what normally got done? Most likely zero, honestly, zero stuff got done, but sometimes like one. <laughs> so it's really, really important to make that a priority because if you don't prioritize the things that need to be done, they're so much less likely to get done 
in the correct order, much less at all. So those are just some tips and tricks about organizing your life, I guess, but mostly your business and tracking your goals and tracking your accomplishments and making it so much easier to do it based on monthly themes, weekly themes, so that you know what to post and what classes to host and all of those things. But I just wanted to leave you guys with a few questions, okay? And answer these on your own time. But of course, if you want to discuss them with me, reach on out because I love when you guys hang out with me. Have you ever written down and shared your goals? And do you have a plan for how to manage your time? Those are my two biggest things because this podcast and the one before, the episode before this, if you didn't listen to it, go listen to it. It was very helpful in organizing your personal and professional responsibilities and time. If you don't have a plan for how to manage your time or your goals, you won't get them done. It won't happen. You will be so unorganized and feel so overwhelmed. And guess what I'm going to say when you come to me and you're like, hey, Sydney, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Well, how organized are you? (laughs) Because I feel like if you're organizing these things, you're so much less likely to guilt trip yourself about not getting things done because you're doing these things in order from what needs to get done the most to what needs to get done the least. And that really makes the difference because when you're organizing your time and your responsibilities, you're not feeling all this pressure to get everything done literally an hour ago. You're feeling the pressure to get that one thing done today and maybe the other six things done on Tuesday when you have that extra half hour for free or on Thursday when your kid naps for usually 45 minutes or on Friday whenever your husband comes home and you guys normally just get Chinese takeout anyway so you're not having to cook dinner. So in that time, I'm just going to send him to go get the food with the kids and then I have a good 40 minutes of downtime to myself so I can work. You have time. Do you hear me? You have time for the things that you think are important. And that's why you have time for the things that you're putting in your life already. It's just organizing your time and your responsibilities in a way that it actually gets done instead of letting the excuse of time hold you back from being successful because we all do it. Okay. So I really hope that that was helpful for you guys. I really hope that kind of gave you an idea of where to put your goals and how to organize them and also how to be really creative, but also have structure in your monthly plans and your weekly plans. And I really hope that helps you look at this, a perspective that says that this is doable for you, not next season, not in a few years, not when your kids graduate, not when everyone's out of the house. It's doable for you right now because it's important to you right now. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Don't forget, Tuesday's our call, and if you can be on the call, it's way better than this podcast. It's so much better, and then you can ask questions, and no one judges you, and we joke around, and you know, sometimes we drink wine and stuff, and that's really fun. So come to the calls if you can, but if you can't because the timing's wrong, podcast is the next best option. Thank you guys so much for being here and I'll see you next week.